for one rental at a time. And I want to thank everyone who forwarded me that URL link to Reventure Consulting. I think you were right. I think his video talking about low interest rates, his 50 years of research was a response to some of the videos I put out there. So I want to thank you for calling that to my attention. And as promised in the Daily Financial News, I recorded my live interaction or live viewing of that video. It will be or it's actually, yep, already uploaded to go at four o'clock today. It was a raw viewing kind of one time through. Uh, you heard my you heard happy uh, bark a couple of times. You heard me skip around the video a couple of times, even had my light go out during the recording. It's starting to flicker, as you can see. But in the end, we did it. We did it together. So you get my raw, I think it's about a 20, maybe 30 minute video of me watching it from beginning to end one time. I bring up my 50 year spreadsheet and we look at the data, look at the data that I put out there. But I wanted to record this just kind of live stream of my basic thoughts. Uh, because again, I just recorded the reaction and, and really haven't had a chance to think about it. So first and foremost, um, I love, you know, he puts out amazing content. His charts, his graphs are great. His editing, um, you know, I, I, I tried to be positive throughout the video. Uh, there's clearly points where we disagree and that's okay. Disagreement is okay. Um, so again, uh, I think Reventure Consulting um, puts out good stuff. We just happen to be on different sides of the equation, right? He clearly sees a crash and I do not. Uh, a couple of things that I thought were I needed to clarify. One is he seems to think that I'm a raging bull and that the last year's 20% appreciation will be repeated. If you've been watching my channel, that is not, not the case. I believe what we have seen is we've seen a front-loading of appreciation. I believe it is far more likely to for us to be at a plateau than to go up or down. I just don't see the inventory changing enough to make it go up or down. So again, I'm not, I think another year of 20% appreciation would be a problem, would be a problem. Uh, again, so I'm calling three, 4%, far closer to inflation than this huge run-up we've seen. Second, uh, I agree with him and my 50-year charts say he is right. And again, I agree with him. Right now, the largest constraint for first-time homeowners is the down payment, not the payment. I agree. And I have 50 years of data to prove it. In the 70s, it took about 20, 25%. As we go through the 80s, it does spike. But again, the down payment is the hardest part. Like my 50-year spreadsheet, I assume 10% down payment, as does he. However, we have to be very careful. I talk to real estate investors. Most real estate investors are putting 20 or 25% down. First time homeowners, you can do your own quick Google search if you would like. The average down payment for a first time homeowner is 6%, not 10. That does make a difference and it makes his charts look very different. Also, I wanna be very clear. Early in his videos, he talks about the cash balances of homeowners versus tenants, and I think he misses the point. 
One of the reasons that the cash balances are higher for homeowners is their mortgage payment doesn't change. Again, look at my data on the 50-year chart. Homes prices go double in a decade. Incomes go up 90%. What happens? Homeowners save money because their payment doesn't move. Renters lose. Your rent went up 125%. That hurts. He seems to be telling you to stay a renter. I think that is a huge mistake. You need to sacrifice, live below your means, save up for three, three and a half percent down. And if you served in the military, zero percent VA loans. Get on the property ladder, house hack, room hack, do something so your mortgage, your cost of housing doesn't move. He seems to be telling you to stay a renter. Why would you tell them to stay a renter? What do you think is going to happen to rent? And he says in the video, mortgage payments are better today than a decade ago. Yeah, no kidding. Do you think rent is better than a decade ago? No, you're missing the point. Talk about rent and rent equivalent. So he misses some big points. I want you to get on the property ladder. You got to save. You got to get your down payment. It's hard. It's, it's always been hard. But there are programs. So that's one thing. Um, next, throughout his entire video, he misses the concept of income. He talks about housing doubling in the 70s. Yes, housing doubled. I show you that in my 50-year spreadsheet. He talks about housing going up 10x, and he looks at payment. Folks, it's not, it's not the housing price in payment. He is missing a huge chunk. Income. I did the math. Again, in my reaction video, I bounce in and out of his videos and we actually go to the 50-year chart. I did the math for you right during the video. Housing went up 10x from 1970 to 2020. Incomes went up 9x. He misses that entirely. Big miss. Also, he talks about first-time homebuyers being the thing that's going to like keep the market going. And like renters become first-time homebuyers. That is certainly a part of it, but there are lots and lots of rentals that just will always be renters, Section 8 housing and things of that nature. So again, if you don't know what we're talking about, there's a channel called ReVenture Consulting who did a video where he basically called out my 50-year research and I'm, I'm responding to it now. And a video goes out at four o'clock of me watching it and kind of losing my mind. So another thing that I want you to realize is first-time homebuyers make up 31% of the housing market, which means 69% are elsewhere. Again, first-time homebuyers are about 33 years of age, which is perfect for millennials as you're moving into the home buying age. And again, the average down payment is 6%. Some other things that he seems to be talking about is, and this blew my mind, at the end of the video... He's talking about showing mom and pop investors being 55% of the market and actually shows an uptick. Isn't this the channel that just like seven videos ago said mom and pop investors are going to sell and cause a crash? So I'm confused. Are mom and pop investors creating a bubble or are we creating a crash? Because we can't, we can't be doing both at the same time. So I'm confused. 
Then he makes some comparisons to 2006 to today, and he looks at the chart, and the chart lines are similar. This is what happens when you don't, um, when you don't understand and you didn't experience last time. I invested 20 years in the bubble. I saw all of these people. Last time, investors were speculators. Investors were putting zero, five, 10% down. They were getting pick a payment loans. In 2006, 50% of loans were adjustable rate mortgages. In 2020, it was 2%. In 2006, 14.1% of loans were pick a payment. Today, they are zero. Today, investors are putting 20, 25, 30% down. We are not going to be forced to sell because of we a property drops in value. He says that mom and pop investors are going to sell when if properties fall. Dude, we buy because of yield. You know, cap rate. Last time when housing went down, rent went up. Why why are mom and pop investors buying today because we can borrow 4% or 3% for 30 year fixed in an inflationary environment where rents will double in a decade. We don't have to sell, dude. What are you talking about? It's very confusing. So at the end of the day, um, clearly, I want to be respectful. I think he does great work. We are clearly on opposite sides of the spectrum. I am not calling for a housing boom or a bubble. I think we're at a plateau. I think real estate investors who put real down payments will not sell. We are not going to be washed out. They were washed out in 06 because they had no skin in the game. We're putting 20, 25, 30% down today. Very different. To talk about investors of 2020 like they are the speculators of 06 is to simply not understand. And it's okay. You're looking at a chart. You were not borrowing money then. It's okay. I get it. I was. I saw the difference. And again, first-time homebuyers, I don't know what he's trying to tell you. Is he telling you to stay a renter and have your rent go up every year instead of having a fixed-rate mortgage payment? I think that's what he's telling you. Stay a renter. Stay a renter. No. I'm telling you to sacrifice, live below your means, do whatever you can to get on the property ladder, House hack, room hack, do whatever you can. Once you get on the property ladder, your financial future brightens. I can't believe he's telling you to stay a renter. He wants you to rent forever. What is he talking about? Rents are going up. Your payment won't if you have 30-year fixed rate debt. So again, folks, thank you very much for pointing that to my attention. I did not plan to watch it, but he clearly called out my work trying to help you understand. So I had to respond. Again, a video goes out at 4 o'clock Pacific today of my raw recording with all the mistakes. My dog barks, the light breaks. It just is what it is. But yeah, I think he's wrong. I think he's way wrong. And I, again, I can't believe he's telling you to stay a renter. Sacrifice, live below your means, house hack, room hack, get a duplex, fourplex, whatever it is your financial future brightens. I am not calling for 20% appreciation. I think we're plateauing, but go do the work. Find a good or great deal. They're out there. 30-year fixed rate money at 3% fixed for 30 years. Your rent payment's not going to be fixed for 30 years, folks. 
What is he thinking? Does he think rents are going to go down? What is he talking about? I don't get it. Bye.